You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, welcome back to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm here with Joe Wood and we're joined by Christy Glenister. Hi, Christy. How are you? Good, thank you. Oh, it's so nice. So nice to see you. We, we, Christy's always our Q&As and we're always joining all of our calls and I feel, you know, like some, there were people who just come along to things and I just feel like we know you really well, so it's always <laughs> really nice to have a chat. Oh, well, we thought, we, we're trying to bring you lots of chats with different bookkeepers to hear about how people are doing it, how they're building their businesses, to show you what you can do and what the options are. We're talking about having lots of options, what the options are for you. We're going to hear from Christy about her journey and challenges you've come up against and what you've been working on over the last year or so. And um, if you're watching us, do let us know if you're hashtag live. I can see Leander and Tracy, a Facebook user who says, hello, ladies, I don't know who that is. Laura's here and I can see lots of you joining hi Kirsty and um so let us know if you're here hope you're all having a great afternoon um and thank you to our sponsor Dext as well for supporting us during bookkeepers bootcamp week um right let's shall we dive in let's do that yes. um Christy do you want to start by telling us about your business how long you've been going and uh what you do how you how you started um so I started my practice in August 2020 I'd spent quite some time before that studying for my ICB exams, mixed with a bit of um, a break due to health reasons and stuff. So it took a little bit longer than I wanted and then finally got going. Um, still doing my level four, which I'm kind of wishing that I'd done before launching. Um, because fitting it in around everything else gets quite tricky. Um, but yeah, other than that, I just sort of took off and I, so our accountant that was doing my partner's books, he recommended me to a client who I took on and um, I've got one other main client as well who I met through a mum at school. So, you know, it's uh, one of those, little coffee morning chats that we had and um ended up with a great client so um it's been a it's been a great first year really what made you christy decide to get into this business and what have you done in the past well in the past i worked in it for 12 years then um got made redundant and my partner's business was well a mess don't tell him i said that but basically he had a an accountant he took a carrier bag to her every quarter she did the VAT figures and then she'd do the year end just before his self-assessment was due and in that time he had no visuals on what his business was doing um so the cash flow was terrible and everything and so I started sorting his stuff out um and I implemented sage at the time um, just to keep a record of what was going on. She never even had a copy of his bank statements and stuff. You know, there was it, it couldn't have been proper figures. Um, and then it was the accountant that said to me, he introduced me to Zero, first of all. And then he asked me if I'd be interested in doing some work for him and one of his other clients. So that got me thinking, really. And I thought, oh, OK, 
maybe he thinks I can do this for other people then. And that's where it all spiraled from. So I was straight on to look at AAT and ICB to decide what was best. And before you knew it, I'd signed up and I was studying again. So, and here we are. <laughs> I love that. And you know what, this just shows how we don't always choose to do something like what I started a career as I never thought I'd be where I am right now. I started off being a trainee accountant and I did every job going before that, I think. And <laughs> Joe, Joe, you know, you had well, I suppose you had more of a, a plan to be here, didn't you? But we have people who've joined us, like we've spoken to Dave before, who retrained, he runs a um, driving school, yeah. Louise, who's retrained as a nurse. And it yeah. just shows that people come here from all different paths and yeah. uh, kind of find our place and see, actually, yeah. this is a really good thing. I love it. You know, it's, it's really, yeah, I really love it much more than I did in doing the IT and stuff like that, working for other people um you know it takes a bit of getting used to working on your own at home and stuff but mm. um and it, it's not for everybody is it being at home all day and, and everything although a lot of people are having to get used to it now um but I love it so yeah do you, is it you working on your own Christy or do you have support in the business um I have um support so I have one lady who um works for me and she's great and so we're splitting the work between us so she's doing all the sort of day-to-day -day stuff she only works for me three days a week um so we're just sorting out all the processes at the moment so that she's got everything she needs to do on those days and we don't get overloaded throughout the month and mm -hmm. that way i feel more comfortable taking on the next lot of clients because we know exactly what's going to be done on each days so um that's what we're going through at the moment and just sorting it all out in center to make sure it flows correctly so that's um another job for next week <laughs> i i know i mean you you're amazing you're always showing up you're always you know working on your business as well as in it you you're a great support to others you're like a font of knowledge you've got real good common sense as well like sometimes you answer questions i think oh my goodness yeah that makes so much sense um what is i mean where did you when you started it what did you envisage for this business did you have any plans or did you just think i'll get qualified and have a couple of clients and where where do you want to go now well yeah i think to start with i thought yeah just get just get the practice license and and get up and running that was the key thing although i'm all about the planning so i'd already before i even got the practice license i'd already planned most of my software to start with um not center or anything but like go proposal and um zero and everything so i already knew what what way i was headed um and yeah i think i've always seen myself as going down the road so that I'm not doing all the work as much as I love doing the work I don't want to do it all the time <laughs> so and and I don't think you can really when you're you're running a business if you're going to have you know more clients there isn't time to work on your business mm. and in it at the same time so you've got to make you've got to draw a line somewhere otherwise you Ooh. will be working all the hours so 
I love that insight. Like we were talking before we came live, we were talking about like what have you been your challenges so far and what have you not quite figured out yet and what's going well. And and you were saying, well, one of the things I haven't quite got yet is like the, actually pinpointed who the ideal client might be. But what you clearly have been focusing on is I need to set this business up so I don't do everything. And yeah. like and scaling, knowing that you don't have all the, the hours in the day. We've spoken about this a few times today. In fact, as well, we were talking yeah. to Leah about how she's structuring her business. Having that like foresight now so that you don't try and do all the thing, grow it and have all the clients and then still have to do all the social media, all the bookkeeping, yeah. all the sales, calls, all the invoicing, all your own, like knowing that you can set it up so that actually this can become a profitable business that can grow. Kind of like when James Ashford was saying to us yeah. yesterday, don't name your business after yourself. Yes. Go and like set it up so it can run without you. Things like yeah. that. I didn't say that to dig at Joe. I just like no, kind of yeah, comedy Joe. value. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I need to explain myself on that. Someone must be thinking, does Joe realise that her business is named after herself? And everyone's saying, don't do that. And I absolutely knew that I shouldn't name my business after myself and that I was going to grow. But yeah, I I've been made redundant and I need to make the money straight away. Yeah, and my name people knew that I was in the business, so I did it. Problem is when you do something quickly, which I, I don't, I still don't regret it. I don't regret it because I have a roof over my head and I've got a successful business. But now I've got to go and change everything. I've got to rebrand and I've got to rebrand now. And not that my I don't care about what my clients think or anything like that. It's just a pain in the bottom, isn't it, to do it? So, um, yeah. so yes, I am aware that my business is named after myself, and that was a bad <laughs> idea. That's, that's the same sort of reason for me. Straight away, I went limited. I didn't even bother doing the sole trader thing, um, and I I back registered straight away as well because I just yeah. thought it just saves all the hassle down the line, and you know it's no skin off my nose to do a VAT return every quarter for myself, so yeah. why not? You know, it's um so it's I, I've just set it up as I mean to go on basically. Oh, I love that, and like we and this is one of the things we talk about, like growing a business, growing. Um, we've spoken about having like a grown-up business before seeing yourself as a business owner not seeing yourself as like a freelancer trading time for money um, but actually building something and um I mean it's even things like like the price of our program if you're back registered you don't pay the VAT so like even having that like foresight to be like well actually what am I working towards and and would yeah. that future mean I would need to register for VAT would that future mean actually a legal a limited company would be better legal structure for my business yeah. and going out and doing that now while you've got the time to get that sorted out um, makes so much sense how yeah. did you did you feel like the idea of bringing somebody into your business feel is a bold move um did you feel were you afraid or was it like a non-negotiable for you um I'd already pre-planned it so she was working for my partner's business and she was doing her ICB level two at the same time. So as soon as we'd already planned that once I was up and running, that she would come over and, and work with me. We didn't know exactly when that would be. And then we went into a pandemic. And so we didn't do it until furlough was going to be over because we didn't know if I'd need to, fur you know, if we needed to furlough her again, because she's got three children. Mm -hmm. um, the the threat's still there that, you know, 
with COVID as it is at the moment. But um, yeah, so it was always the plan to to take her on because it's very hard isn't it to okay it might not have been the right time but if you find somebody that you trust to have in your business then i think you just have to go for it when they're available yeah so that's what i did absolutely i mean um laura's just said as well you know getting a good review process in place you need to review everything to start with, but slowly, slowly, slowly move to light touch points and review, review and learn that you can trust them with your baby. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. It is like that when you start trusting people with you. Yeah. So, and oh, what I do is I just start off with the very lowest level of yeah. tasks and make sure, OK, I can trust you with that. Then I'll let you have the next bit. And yeah. the next bit, um, Leander's said as well, we have employee subbies doing processing me and two staff check and approve, and then they reconcile the bank. We do month in checks. It's tough at okay. first, as you do worry about everything, but building and planning a structured process helps. Absolutely. Definitely. You know, it's like anything. Sometimes you think, oh, it's just you know, when we ask someone to take something off of the stairs and put it in their bedroom. Oh, it's easier just to do it yourself. But if yeah. you keep doing everything yourself, you're always going to do everything yourself. And then, like James Ashford said, we run out of options. Yeah. The options are taken away from us because there's only so many hours in the day. You can't take on any more clients. No. Or, so you've either got to stay and plateau where you are mm -hmm. or you've got to move some of the work. And that's amazing what you've managed to do with, you know, still being very much like at the beginning of your business. Yeah. You're still studying, mm -hmm. but you have got clients and you've got a, and processes in place you yeah. are ready to leverage that's yes. what you've done when you've yeah. when you've gone right i know who my ideal client is you're ready to go at it and and yeah. get to work and take it on you've sorted out those processes but like yesterday when i was saying about you know if, you, if you're not confident in your onboarding sometimes that stops you from selling in the first place yeah you know your app stack you know which apps you're using you know how you're going to take a client from a to b so yeah. you you've you've done you've done so much of that those foundations we always talk about you know sometimes we see these lovely tall buildings but do you know what the builders work underground for much much longer than they yeah. work above ground and that's yeah. what you've been doing which is amazing yeah I hope so so I'm I'm fingers crossed this year should hopefully see some quite good things so I've just got to keep the older confidence up and not listen to the little devil on my shoulder and um just keep plowing ahead really because you know everybody has those doubts don't they i think sometimes um as to can i really do this do i really know what i'm doing and then i'll have um a meeting with a client and um and all of a sudden you think oh i, I can i do know what i'm doing it's okay it's okay so yeah it's really strange what but, about um, i do love it how did you choose your app stack? Because like IT is your background. So I'm guessing you love this stuff. You love the automation and the apps. Great. <laughs> Tell because I think when I, I found this quite overwhelming, like I would my experience of, of um 
like those sort of stages of deciding on software I also had a tiny baby at the same time and I was like trying to like I remember Dext calling me and me trying to find time like I really must spend time with this person just learning this part of it but I also had to feed a baby who was like weaning yeah. and uh, and then I was trying to like look after my team and I was like can someone else just do this call yeah and and finding t- the time for that can be quite hard particularly when you've got so many options and you're like what is right for me yeah it's t- it can be really time consuming but like I said I'd I'd already found so I was already using zero been using zero since 2014 for for my other half stuff so I was really comfortable with that already and then I'd found Go Proposal. I have no idea now where I found that. Um, but I mean, just watching that, I learned so much, you know, watching all of James's videos and, and everything that, that were available. I'd, I'd already got a picture of how I was going to start doing things before I got there. So I hit the ground running to, at that point And what was I using? So, and I'd also got Office 365. However, I, I didn't like using OneDrive at the time for my documents because they weren't easy to share. And um, so I started looking about for other things for that. And I looked at SmartVault, which I know that Joe had used as well. But I, so I'd looked at it before you and I liked it. And I started setting it up it didn't really function that well on a Mac. And in the end, I just thought, oh, I can just do the folder structure myself. So that's what I've done. I've set up folder templates and I just copy them in at year end and the next year's ready to go. So from that point of view, I've set up, um, all my documents are now stored in SharePoint um, in a, a nice folder structure per client and year and all the stuff that it does in SmartVault and it's working great. So that side of it's fine. And now I'm bringing Center in to um, use the, the portal. So when I get to year end, I give the cl- the accountants access to the portal and that's where they grab all the um, bank statements and any um, documents and worksheets and stuff that they need so that I don't have to keep emailing stuff around. So they're my favorites really. Um, And then I'm always dipping in and out of any other software because I do find it really hard just to stick with those because I like a new bit of software. You do. resist. You do like a bit of software. You (laughs) you know about every bit of software. Just got to share this with you. Nicola Fallon just said, Christy is my Southern (laughs) doppelganger. I absolutely love. I absolutely love. And so, um, I mean, I feel like you're such a big part of our community. I feel you're always, you're always so helpful and you're always offering advice. And, and, and someone else, I just saw someone else here say, uh, Carolyn said, you know, you come across of having tons of confidence. Um, you're so knowledgeable and you are amazing. Oh, sorry, my, my dog's sneezing. <laughs> it's always easy to um, give advice to other people, though. I can I can do that till the cows come home, but it's when it comes down to my own stuff that I struggle to listen to my own advice and think, oh, you're just talking rubbish, woman. Don't be silly, you know. But um, yeah, it's good to know. Then maybe I will listen to myself more. 
you should do. You really should do. You really should do because you've always you're always very um you come very supportive, very compassionate, and all and like I say, just really common sense approach. And um and I I mean I'm this you know I know that I come to you if I've got an question about go proposal and things like that because you just you really utilize software really well as that well you've re like I say you've got those foundations really sorted sometimes I'm a bit quick off the mark and I'm like and and with center and stuff and, and that's the beauty as well in our group we've kind of we get together if someone's using a similar app stack or yeah. whatever like let's get together and sort this thing out and try yeah. and work out how this works and stuff so what mate where was you at in your journey when you decided to join the six-month success program well, obviously, I decided I wasn't joining it, first of all. I was just going to take everything from the boot camp and run. That's okay. That's all right. If you need that to do was, that, that's okay. That was my plan. I am, you know, however, by the end of the boot camp, I was like, no, I need to um, sign up. So by the end, I'd signed up and you were stuck with me. So... <laughs> Oh, we're happy we're stuck with you. And like the reason we put this on for free is because I know that we know there are some people who like aren't ready. They're like it isn't the right time for them yet. But yeah. we want to show what it is like working with us and being part of this group and uh, what people yeah. get out of it and the difference it can make. So yeah. that and hopefully that was the reason you decided to, to yeah, sign I mean, up. When when I first signed up to the Facebook group, I was like, oh, you know what's it gonna be like is it gonna be another one where you don't want to make any you don't want to post anything in case you get sort of told off or laughed at or or anything and i can honestly say we've never had anything like that in our group and nobody's ever been told off or chucked out or you know the things that you see in other groups that happen all the time and um so i sort of sat quietly in the background and then then boot camp came along in the september and yeah, I, it just went from there. And then I remember I was really nervous for the first office hour and everything, um, but I loved them. We used to, you know, they would sit and chat and find that everyone was kind of in the same position, which was great, you know? So um, it was invaluable, especially as I said, you know, working from home, it's nice to have that social aspect as well of people to run things by, because otherwise, where do you, get that from yeah so there's only so much talking to the dog you can do <laughs> absolutely absolutely and that's the thing I mean and this is why we that like, we created it because selfishly we wanted somewhere to hang out with people that had the same interests and questions and it really is like just a really nice um a, a lovely community and we talk, I mean, how I, I know one somewhat member in the group, um, when she got her certificate for, you know, completing her level four, she put, she put a picture in the group, she said, I haven't even told my husband yet, I'm telling you girls, and you guys, before, <laughs> before I've even told my family, and that's because they're all asking, how, how's it getting on, we all know when each other's exams are, we all know when something's going yeah. up, and, um, and it's just, it's, you're oh, muted, so. oh, I did not press anything. Yeah, it's just so lovely to know we've got that. We've got that 
those people that we can go to, ask the questions and never feel silly. And yeah. I know at the beginning, everyone feels a bit nervous to like, when you when you first of all join, you think, okay, I'm just going to sit here quietly and see what these guys are like. But yeah. it's exactly like what goes on in the chat here. Everyone just yeah. says exactly what they're thinking. And um, <laughs> Nicola said, bookkeeping besties. Absolutely. And it's, um, it's, it's, a re it's really lovely. And Christy, you really do help to make it such a welcoming place to be. So, you're, you're so lovely. You're so lovely. I think as well, like the 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 group. I think perhaps people, what people don't realise is the the power of being part of a group. And we we I think we've been talking about this all week. And you might be listening to this thinking, well, but what's actually in the course? Um, like I don't need a group. I can. I'm all right on my own. And and it's when you become part of it that you see. Oh, actually, there are a lot of people here who know a lot of stuff. And that just multiplies the impact of you going out and learning it all for yourself yeah because I, I still haven't made it all the way through the course because I keep going back again and doing bits again because as I learn more about myself and my business what I did before changes and so I'm like right I need to go back and do that again so I've, I've still not got to the end <laughs> because I keep going and refreshing it but but that's what it's all about isn't it and the lifetime access is great because everything does move on and it changes and so you just have to keep refreshing things so yeah that's where it's great do you know what and you're so right Christy even though you know we wrote the course I used the startup program when I went from sole trader to limited <laughs> because yeah, but you don't do it all the time. Don't do it all the time. And I, you know, I went through that and wrote everything out at the time, yeah. step by step, because I was going through the process setting up in the first place. So yeah. when I moved over, and we've said and we've said that a lot to people in the group, like when they have gone from Soul Trade to Limited, use the startup program yeah. again. It's exactly it's exactly yeah. the same thing, which is it, it is really funny. And there are times when, oh, I mean you know, I go, I go back and look at things all the time because I've forgotten what me and Zoe have said. <laughs> so I need to, yeah. I need to refresh on it. And, um, and it's, it, it is, it's, it's invaluable. What the other great thing, the other great thing about the community is saying, I need to learn this right now because my clients, or oh, I want to do this bit. What, is there anything in the program that will help me with this? Yeah. And there's so many people go, oh yeah, go to that old boot camp, that session. Yeah. Oh, Laura's great at telling you where everything is. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's not where it. everything is in the course. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think my biggest scare was when um, I suddenly realised that my access was going to be, you know, my six months was coming to the end. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to have the office hour anymore or anything. And I was on a call with Leander and we both were in the same position and we were like, but what do we do now? And then we found out about the accountability package and we we're like, oh, Thank goodness, I can stay. <laughs> oh, bless you! I remember. I remember the email you sent me. What do we do? How do we stay in it? What can, what can we do? Um, which was which was really funny. It was really funny. Uh, Scarlett has just asked a question: Is the startup program useful for the US? I know the six month is, but is the startup? Yeah. So I mean, I, the startup program. Obviously, we do take you through things. I, I'm not sure about the US and the professional standards and the bodies that you have, but it will. But if you have a professional body, we tell you to go because there's lots of them here. We we tend to say go and check this bit with your professional body. So we don't even tell you what it is. But a lot of the other things, uh, I'm sure, are all relevant. 
Um, yeah, we, our programs are about business development. So we're not teaching you technical bookkeeping standards. And I think we were having a chat, weren't we, Scarlett, in, mess, in uh, Messenger. But um, there are things about AML in the UK, which is obviously the way we do things here. And we'd love to be able to make our courses like even more international by adding extra modules in where we're addressing particular things. And I can see this is probably the first boot camp where we've had loads of people saying, I'm in the States, I'm in Australia, I'm in India, what do I need to know? And so we can see that there's an opportunity for us to help you by pivoting this slightly so we can add in the specific things there to support you. But um, no, we're going to take you through what you need to know to get your business started. Have a look at the sections within the startup program. Um, I'll see if I can pop a link while these guys are chatting so you can go and have a look at the modules underneath, the videos underneath, and um, then you can decide for yourself whether it's worth a go. Yeah, absolutely. So, Christy, let's talk about um, your ideal client. Who, who have you got at the moment as clients? What kind of industries are they in? got a complete mix so I've got um, my other half who's a, a landscaper so it's kind of more construction type side so I know that I don't want those as a client so that's that's good um, I've got one who's in mobile communications and another one who runs um, apprenticeships in digital media so running um, apprenticeships for the BBC and um, global radio and all all different sort of providers um so i've really struggled with the ideal client mm -hmm. and still haven't nailed it completely but what i have decided i think is that i just want limited companies i okay. don't want to go down the sole trader route so mm -hmm. you know i i'm looking for clients to be at least a minimum of 500 pounds a month i think mm -hmm. rather than like little because yeah. i just get fed up with some of the sole trader like construction and stuff they they're just not interested in building mm -hmm. a business yeah you know and and that's really what i'm looking at i want to help people build businesses like mm -hmm. like you guys but obviously on the financial side and i think that's where i i can make the most difference so Excellent. that's what I'm I'm gonna do. So, so like limited companies. What about um? So so and um, and this is one of the things about ideal client learning who you don't want to work with mm. is one way of moving towards your perfect ideal client. So absolutely, figuring that out is a is a really good thing. Do yeah. you think um? So you've kind of you know the kind of roughly the you want to go limited. So that's one yeah. area. Is it a case, I mean, you said you, the mum that's at the school, um, do you, do you prefer working with females or you don't know yet because you've only had worked with one? I thought that the answer would probably be yes, but actually, um, I like both of them in different ways. Mm -hmm. Although my other client is, um, a man, but he's, you know, he's actually progressing really well now. And we're having weekly meetings at the moment to keep things on track because he did like to bury his head in the sand and was a bit of a nightmare and stuff. But actually he's um, really turning it round at the moment and that's been really rewarding. So mm. I wouldn't be as quick to, to write them off actually as I yeah. thought I would be, which is why I'm thinking more 
you know it it really depends on the individual and what they like to work with yeah. um when you're when you're sort of going through the discovery calls and things because yeah sometimes they surprise you mm, so and i think that's what's making it harder yeah to, to make that decision remember we said about you know niching by personality it seems like you you like the people you work with yeah. and you want to help them. It's funny, the other day, one of my clients wrote to me and she said you need, uh, that we need to advertise ourselves as ADHD friendly. And I was like, what? Oh. And she was like, and actually, now I've asked the question a bit more or we've kind of, I don't know, it's something in our wording or something, but we we now have three ADHD um clients okay and um and they're telling other because obviously again they're hanging out in groups yeah that are talking about that so and also we i found out a stat the other day that someone with adhd is 70 percent more likely to be an entrepreneur because of the they the lack of that they they can't, they follow can't work for somebody else yeah yeah um so actually so that's another little area and like an yeah. added little niche that I you know open myself up to because I love it when somebody really struggles to get organized I yeah. love finding a way that works for them and not necessarily I, I do we have lots of systems and processes and we try and get people to fit into that yeah. But I love it if they can't, and then I find a way that they can, and yeah. everything stops for them. That really gives me joy. So that's why she was saying, "Oh my goodness, you've been so helpful," and blah blah blah. And it might be voice notes, it might be a WhatsApp group, it might be a video. There yeah. are different ways that someone will look at information and think, "I can, I can listen to it like this." Yeah. I can't listen to it other way. So yeah. personalities, um, and can can lead to different types of niching as well yeah definitely no it's um yeah it's taken me a long time to sort of come to that realization though I've gone mm -hmm. round and round the houses with the whole niching thing mm. and it's it is one of the things that has driven me mad <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely and so where are you next going to get your next client from what's your next avenue don't know um no that's a lie sort of so I'm back on the social media train again because as Zoe knows I'm rubbish at actually posting in the end I like to I do plan mm -hmm. but it takes me a long time to actually do the posts so mm. I'm scheduling time out in my diary every week to create my posts um, and also, if I don't get it done in that session, I will then roll it over to the accountability session on a Friday. So I think that's the only way I can do it. So as of January, I've been using my paper planner again, because I find that by actually writing it out, it, it makes more sense. And I can think more about what I need to do in that day. Um, so that's what I've been doing. And it's all sectioned out so I can see when I'm going to do my client work, when I'm going to do my social media and and stuff like that. Because otherwise the day runs away with you and you find that you don't feel like you've accomplished anything or I don't anyway. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. When you've got that like list of uh, the, the bits that have hung around and you're like, damn it, how did the time go? And I haven't got that done. Well, yeah. Do you measure like one thing I'm thinking is um, I don't know how much time you're spending on social media, but is that like 
is it are you measuring the return on the investment of your time like is that paying off are you having the conversation just thinking back to the chat we have with Rachel Howarth this morning are you taking people from those posts into conversations and if not does something actually is it worth it or is it that something else needs to happen not yet because so I've just um signed up to Janet Murray's um content 90 oh, yeah. day thing so literally I've just started planning and posting so that's my next step then will to be to see what response I get and how to engage with the people that are responding but until I start getting more posts out there I don't think I can gauge what what's what really so um that's to come <laughs> yeah but no and that's okay it's noticing I'll like... get quicker at it as well yeah. the more I do it the quicker I'll get but I just sit there going oh is that okay is that not okay you know and I spend too long putting these things together yeah so. I, I think we all can do that and, and you know what we can like we can all take too long however like why I don't know why we're putting this pressure on ourselves like to do anything that feels important like we'll do it when we're ready and when the urgency is there and if it is urgent then we need to prioritize it I think you know what you need to do and that's why you're doing the Janet Murray training to yeah take that forward for, for you it's more the accountability I think of of making me sit down in that that time frame and actually do it because otherwise it just gets pushed back and then it never gets done so mm -hmm. it's it's that's where I'm using my planner and I'm actually marking time out so that it doesn't get booked up and I you know and again I think it was was it Leah that said that she doesn't start her day till 10 so the first hour of my day is always booked out for planning for my business anyway and that way I can do anything I need to or I can extend the dog walk or whatever I feel I need to that day um, without the pressure of any meetings being early on so apart from a Friday when I have to be home for the accountability call at night although sometimes you join while you're on the dog walk I so do. it's okay <laughs> you could you can make it work for you everyone's got zoom on their phone exactly yes I just do one, <laughs> one accountability in the woods <laughs> That's okay. It's about being there, isn't it? No, I love that. Oh. There are so many breakthroughs coming. Kath has just said she's got a breakthrough. She's got a great idea for a social media post about helping my cleaner with his Lego instructions. I think this oh. is just... loving oh, the yes. breakthroughs today. Lego instructions. Mm. Can't <laughs> wait to see that. Oh well, look, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your journey. I'm just wondering if you were talking to somebody who is kind of a, a stuck point in their business like they've got to a point and they're like I don't know what to do next like I want I've been throwing everything at this business I want to make it happen I meant want to make it work for me but there's just this stuff that I'm just coming up against and I don't know what to do next or I don't know how to get myself started what would you say to them about their next actions this isn't for you to plug the program like what would you do to help them to know what to do well, next well I would say get in the group and ask people because that's the best way of getting the motivation and the 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 push that you need to take those next steps because usually you know what you need to do but it's just having somebody say this is what you need to do so 
that would be my advice is to get into the group and and take the advice from everybody there because there'll always be someone yeah so, yeah that's my go-to they're a good they're a good bunch and you can literally ask many and you can go and um get a bit of a gentle kick up the bottom if yeah. you need it like you can go in there and have a little pity party and we'll let you have a pity party for a minute and then um and then we'll g you on and say right what yeah. you're gonna do exactly <laughs> which yeah. is which is good i love that um so leander's taken us all swimming on friday did leander did you see leander's post today so after no. she said she had a breakthrough because she's she's realizing that the construction people that she wants to work with don't care how she looks on social media so she she did a dive into a pool today i saw a in the sea very cold i can't gave me a headache thinking about putting my head under water in the sea today but she's um absolutely embracing it so absolutely embrace being you and um and continue christian you're so lovely everyone needs to have a bit christian in their life um so absolutely uh, and and you're, you're such a you know such a sweet lady and i'm so thank glad we got to meet you and things so thank you so much for taking your time out and i know no worries nerve-wracking like getting yourself out here and even this you're pushing yourself forward and working yeah my your... initial um thought was oh my god i'm not doing that and then i thought no come on you've got to do something different otherwise you'll never move on so yeah it's been great loved it can't wait to see you in february yeah oh yes yes <laughs> can't wait yeah we're having vip masterminds christmas coming um we've actually filled up our date in reading now but well, we're, we're gonna have to put extra date on in reading so it's the place so to be, place <laughs> to be. <laughs> oh amazing well thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with us um everyone thank you for being here this afternoon i know most of us probably have the school run um so i'm yep. off to do that as well <laughs> um we're back at eight o'clock and we're speaking to danny wallace tonight how excited are you about that joe I can't, I'm like such a fangirl. I absolutely love Danny. I've been following her for many years and uh, we got to meet her in person the other, um, at Atomicon, didn't we? And I was like, hi Danny. And I'm thinking she doesn't have a clue who I am, but um, I did get to meet her. And then we said to her while we were there, would you would you come and be part of Bookkeepers Bootcamp? And she she happily accepted and she's going to be here. She, like she is going to bring the party tonight. I can promise you like, come along with your highest energy and be ready to have a giggle um, with a proper, uh, her story is amazing. And she's gonna like, really boost us up to like, see us out into our final day of boot camp tomorrow. Yes, can't wait. Well, we'll see, um, we'll be back at eight o'clock. Um, thank you so much, Christy. Thanks everyone for being here. We will see you later on. Have a good afternoon. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers Podcast with Topical Bookkeeping Chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.